Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast, ADW, for a deeper way. Casey here along with Tim. Hey. Today we are continuing in the openness family. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at aspect 1.4, which happens to be labeled open to learning. Mm open to learning. Now, I'm going to toss it to Tim to see what we what we need to know about this one. This is another one of those aspects that can seem offensive to people sometimes <laughs> when they look at where they land. So let's really get very clear about what this means. Yeah. Uh, what do we need to know about open to learning? Yeah. So open to learning is, again, on that level two of identity, the traits and patterns level. Just as a refresher, traits and patterns are kind of probabilities across most situations, most common contexts, how might I sort of default to being, or in this case, kind of paying attention to learning new information. And so we find ourselves in specific situations, often demonstrating behaviors that are different from our pattern, which leads us to, this isn't about good or bad, but rather kind of defaults and tendencies. On the cyplex vector, open to learning loads onto the conceptual thinking mm. vector, conceptual thinking. And what conceptual thinking is giving us a glimpse into is how someone processes information when it comes in. In conceptual thinking, we sort of put it on that roller coaster in our brain and send it all around and let it touch all the different parts and kind of take in as much as we can. The system strength associated with open to learning, I love the name of this one, is intellectualist. (laughs) Intellectualist. Intellectualist. When we're high on open to learning, right, far to the right here, this isn't about able to learn right, or unable to learn, right? But rather, in this personality slice of what makes us us, high open to learning is what's my sort of default stance toward new information and kind of going to gather it and bring it in to consume it and add to what I to my library of knowledge. When I'm far to the right or high on this, I kind of look at all the information that's out there indiscriminately and say, I would love to learn all of that stuff. Yeah. Right. I'd love to learn all of that. Tell me about this. Tell me about that. I'm going to watch this documentary. I'm going to learn about this. And it's sort of this default view that all of the information that's out there is something I could kind of grab and potentially learn from. I think this aspect has so much to do with that, that moment, that, that split second moment. Mm-hmm when we are sort of presented with new information, new concept, new idea, there's this trigger in our brain that's attached to this. Yeah. And it's the trigger is sort of, Ooh, give me all of that. Or why is this important? Yes. 
And yes. sort of where you land on this aspect determines what that what that trigger point is usually going to do in in most situations. Yeah. We'll come back to what you just said. Okay. Far to the left side. Far to the left side. That's called accepts knowledge. Again, mm. same aspect, right? So far to the right on this, open to learning all this new stuff. Far to the left side is I accept the knowledge that I have right now. And that can be really useful being far to the accepts knowledge side in helping us prioritize our limited psychological capacity to take new stuff in. Right. 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 And so if I'm far on accepts knowledge, I'm saying, why is that new information important for me to learn? Right. Because it takes energy. It takes energy. Yep. We're able to, when we're far to the left here, we ask that initial question about why. That why is, is such this information? an important yeah. distinction because it yeah. doesn't mean I don't want to learn. <laughs> right. I won't learn. Or, or that I can't. Right. Can't learn. Right, right, right. It's, yes. So maybe we'll go into recognizing. Um, yeah. It's a little bit more specific. We, we were there a little bit. But so what are the highly effective manifestations of a high open to learning? So if I'm really high, what are the strengths or the effective behaviors that are going to be associated with that? Which we've talked yeah. a little bit, but. Yeah. There's a general receptivity to obtaining new information. Go right. find it. Gimme. Yep. Can't get enough. Another thing that often happens from this stance is that we sort of naturally will consider issues from different points of view. Right. Right. I might see an issue this way, but this open to learning aspect can kick in a little bit and kind of help us realize that there's other perspectives on the issue and kind of cultivating or stoking that curiosity about what might I learn if I look at this issue from that side of the world? Sort of might be more inclined to have the question of what else constantly yeah. sort of sitting, sitting yeah. there. Yeah. When we're way high on it, there can be an insatiable <laughs> desire right. to just right. keep learning. And at its core, that can be very useful to people to kind of keep them engaged, keep them growing, keep them building their own personal knowledge base. Well, and helpful to have on a team because, you know, just, they're going to be the people who are bringing the new stuff all the time, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> um, how about the other side? Um, accepts knowledge. What, what are the, and you, again, you had kind of mentioned this, but what are the effective? Yeah strengths on that side of the fence well it's very important to kind of grasp folks over there are generally more satisfied with their current view of the world and their current level of knowledge so there's actually a, a satisfaction right and a fulfillment that's experienced sort of by default mm -hmm. and that can be really valuable in staying present and staying engaged and staying satisfied right yeah it's a good thing to be satisfied well and i think similarly to the sort of that team aspect 
the folks on a team who are sort of on this high end of accepts knowledge, they bring a very valuable question yes. to almost every initiative, <laughs> yep. which is, why are we doing why? this? Why? <laughs> right. And there's such. And you should valuable... be able to answer that question yes. if you're going to be asking people to do something. Yes. That, that why is a, is a valuable check. Right. Because, you know, if what? you have folks who are high and open to learning, setting all the policies and deciding what we're going to do, you know, right. they're going to throw out something new every other week, which yeah. great if our only thing to do is to learn and try new things. But there's a balance between, yeah. okay, but we haven't even executed the project we started last week. Right. <laughs> Let's it, this is such a wonderful check and balance, these two yeah. sides. Accepts knowledge can help the high open to learning folks stay away from getting overly philosophical, overly ethereal, nice. overly kind of just sort of out there, right? And, and ideas for ideas' sake and learning something new for learning something new's sake over and over all by itself can lead to little or no action. Yeah. And the accepts knowledge side of the world can really be a helpful partner there in bringing practical action to the moment, to the project. Yeah. And you can really see how this aspects uh really fits and rounds out the the openness and conventional um family which it falls into what about rerouting um Mm. you know there's a theme in the openness family about how we think about the rerouting um but what, what would you say um either side when when it's maybe not what the moment calls for well here's what's fascinating i think it's the same question it really is. We need to be able to answer why should I spend my time right now learning what I'm learning? Yeah. Right. And there can be different reasons why, right? I might enjoy watching a documentary mm-hmm. in the evening to unwind, right? Yeah. That's a real important reason and a valid one, right? Absolutely. Why? Do I need to learn this right now in order to get this next task done? And if we, it, it, for both sides, if we don't get crystal clear on the why, both, at, both sides of this aspect can get overused. Yeah. So, and yeah, one thing that comes up for me there is um, I hadn't necessarily connected this to this aspect before, but, you know, there's a very common defense that we all do. Yeah. When we are, about to do something new. I, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of us. Often. We'll try to learn everything we can about it. Yes. Right? Google, how many YouTube videos can I find? Right? And and we tell ourselves this story, which is, well, I just don't know enough yet. I'm not quite ready. I just I need to learn a little bit. Yep. And sometimes that's maybe true, but also oftentimes it's simply well, you're, you're probably never going to learn enough where you feel perfectly comfortable to try it. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it, it, it's another way to think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I really need to learn more about this? Maybe. Yeah. 
And to that point, a really helpful thing to ask ourselves there is, is trying this new thing uncomfortable or is it going to be truly unsafe? Right. And more often than not, it's likely going to feel uncomfortable, right? And that's when we have an opportunity to lean into and experience the discomfort, allow it to be, and mm. try it the first time. And no, we're not going to be any good at it, right. <laughs> right? But as it relates to this aspect, getting stuck trying to learn everything I can so that I can try it and not feel uncomfortable, that will never work. Right. <laughs> because the discomfort isn't actually in the not knowing. It's in, I haven't ever done this. Right. That's everything you need to know about open to learning. Mm. Aspect 1.4, the final member of the openness family. Hopefully you've enjoyed this journey. We'll continue on next time, but for now, get that self-awareness. Stay curious. 